Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And... Before we get started, this episode is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. We have a special code for you guys, Wildcat Scoop, one word, 23, all one word, all capital. So you go there, you get 15% off your order, which is very cool. Uh, Homefieldapparel.com, it is an awesome website. It's all online. Everybody, uh, basically every major school has clothing in there. And now, if you're an Arizona fan, you can get some Big 12 threads. Also, it's gonna be kind of cool to see what they come up with now. Yeah, so 150 colleges they had, so uh, very cool. Wildcat Scoop 23, thank you for sponsoring us. Boom, boom, and now, um, back to our regular podcast. Though, our friends at Home Field Apparel, we appreciate you. And Jason didn't say, but we wear their shirts all the time. Um, we are here today to talk about football because Arizona had a full week of practice ish almost a full week of practice yeah there I think today was the third day we were allowed to see two of them yeah something like that so we're just going to talk about it yes we know um obviously realignment news there'll be a separate podcast about that tomorrow yeah I wanted to wait or I mean tomorrow today when you're listening to this Monday tomorrow we're going to record Monday night the reason I wanted to wait is because on Monday morning, Dave Hickey and President Robbins are speaking about it, and then we're actually going to football practice. We'll ask players about it or coordinators who we talk to. And then right after that, we have basketball, media, and a little bit of practice, and Tommy Lloyd will talk about it. So I felt we could get a lot of good quotes and, and stuff from them and make sure everyone is... Nobody dissed Morgantown, basically. Oh, yeah, we can't do that. No. Shout out Ray Anderson. If we're... you haven't seen it, because I know not everyone has seen it, Check out what uh, my my boy ASU athletic director Ray Anderson tried to joke about Morgantown and uh, it didn't go over very well. Did not go over well. We are very excited about Morgantown. I'm excited about all. I'm, I I was already asking when the I was like, hey, when is the football schedule for next? I season? know. And someone goes January. I go, oh, okay. Yeah, right. it feels like a long <laughs> way away, but okay. Because uh, I need to start planning. I'm already now that you know people were telling me barbecue recommendations today. So. Yes, we're excited. However. We have to get through the last dance, as I'm calling it, the last year the last of Pac-12 as we know it, with actually 12 teams in it, uh, right now anyway. And so we're going to talk about football. Uh, what is your biggest last impression from you. the first days of the game? Dude, if we have Pac-12, or not Pac-12, if we have Big 12 people listening to this, I hope they realize Jason likes to sing a little bit. He's not just 
a diligent reporter who gets all the facts right, he also sings. Last it for Okay, I'm going to ask the question now without any music, though, so that people can hear it. Um, what is your biggest impression from the first few days of camp? Go. I'm glad you asked me, Shelby. I am too. Uh, the biggest thing is that size matters, Shelby. Ooh. What kind of size? Okay, Jesus. Okay, I'm blushing. <laughs> um, I have talked to casual viewers of practice. I've talked to other media members. I've asked Jed Fish about it. Former players have come to practice. I'm not sure Arizona has had a bigger football team physically uh, within the last decade. Actually, I know they're not because Rich Rod never had big teams. Nope. Salmon didn't have teams. Uh, <laughs> and so, I mean, the absolute, there are multiple, like, double-digit 300-pounders. The defensive line is absolutely huge. The tight ends are huge. The O-line, I mean, today, Raymond Polito and Jonas Savanea and we'll talk about that in a minute. We're next to each other. You're talking about two six five. I mean, the absolute sheer size of this football team is so impressive. And Michael Luke and I talk about it all the time. There's something about losing and recruit with with really small guys where it's kind of like a no duh. I mean, physically, you know, how many years? Just as recently, I would say it's Fish's first year when his first team goes out there and you see NAU because we all remember that game. NAU was the same size as Arizona. Like, there is no world where that should happen. Arizona will be right there in terms of size. I'm not saying skill quality. With any team it plays this season. It will be bigger than multiple teams. I I think that the, the most noticeable thing for someone that hasn't seen Arizona or will not see Arizona practice in the fall is how much bigger this team is. And it's even bigger than it was in the spring. Because they added Taylor Upshaw, they added CO, they added multiple guys. So this roster um, is just physically just so much bigger than it's been in in a while. And, and I think that there's absolutely something to that should Arizona have success this season. So basically, anybody with eyes will be able to notice this. It will be uh, pretty shocking. And I'm looking forward to Arizona against USC because USC always has like the biggest guys in the Pac-12. So we'll find out. I'm excited. Because we did see Polito without pads recently. We were out and about in the world. And you told me like... He's bigger with pads. He's, he's a he large human. Way bigger than he was in the spring. So, okay. Well, the offensive line is always a concern, as we know from all of the mailbag questions that we get about the offensive line. What has uh, stood out about its performance so far? So you got to keep in mind it's it's kind of hard to watch it too much because they haven't done full pads yet. I believe full pads is coming this week. I'm not. I think it's Tuesday. I want to say, but I'm not positive. But um, they haven't gone in full pads, so it's kind of hard to really analyze too much of what's going on. There's a lot of seven on seven stuff. Uh, to me, a few things have stood out. Number one. Today, Arizona put uh, Raymond Polito at guard, so already he's played both offensive line positions in two days. He's good. I mean, look, I don't know if Raymond Polito is going to start the first game of the year. 
That remains to be seen because he's a freshman and all that. Uh, but he's going to be a multi-year starter at Arizona. I, I've, I printed this. If he doesn't start the first game, so be it. Uh, I bet you he starts at some point this season. Uh, he's just really good. And a lot of times you find guys with his size that are kind of just big. Um, that's not the case with him. He's big. He moves well. Him and Jonah on the right side of the line in terms of size is massive. And it's not a coincidence that a lot of the running plays are behind uh, those guys. Jonah, can't say much more about him. He's as good as advertised. Uh, Jordan Morgan is not going to practice every day. There's no point in it. They're trying to keep him healthy. They're trying to slow that rehab and make sure he's 100%. If the game was tomorrow, he would play pretty much every snap. But right now with a veteran that knows the system and all that. Um, but when we do see him, he's moved well. He looks fine. I, I don't really have any concerns about him. Uh, you know, I, I like the versatility of the offensive line, like the fact that Polito can move around. Um, Joe Borjan is a guy that stood out. You know, I, I think he's played pretty well so far in the early part of uh, practice. Again, it's, it's we've only seen two of them, but um, the one thing that's really stood out, like I mentioned, is, is Raymond Polito and, and how fast. This is a guy that was not here during the spring. So the fact that he's already running with the ones in the second day that we've seen him uh, is obviously a very good sign for him moving forward. And they're, they're the moving guys. He may not run with the ones on Monday. You know, they're, they're kind of moving things around, but he's right in there competing, and that's pretty damn impressive. Getting some good reps. That's what he's getting. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right. Arizona has a good amount of linebacker competition. It is early, but where do things stand? So I think Jacob Manu feels like he's a lock to start uh, after, you know, he performed last season. I think he's earned it. 
the other linebacker spot is pretty open. Uh, right now, the competition, and I would expect this to go for a little bit and to the point where there may not be a clear winner when the season starts, but Justin Flo and Daniel Humuli are basically splitting snaps right now. Humuli was the starter with the ones when we saw him the other day. Flo was the starter with the ones when we saw him on Sunday. On Monday, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it switches back. Uh, from what we've been able to watch, again, no pads limited, blah, blah, blah. Keep that in mind for all this so I don't repeat it. <laughs> uh, Humili is definitely better in coverage. I think he drops back better. I think he reads opposing plays on passing plays. He looks a lot more fluid and comfortable out there. On running plays, we just need your linebacker to run downhill and go get someone. That's where Justin Flo succeeds. And I think Oregon, talking to people over there, Flo struggled the most when they put him into coverage and made him read coverages and certain sequences and stuff like that. So Arizona um, said it. And, and obviously, I was, I was talking to someone at practice, a uh, former player, and he said, he brought up what Don Brown used to say, which is, it, even if you can do one thing, and one thing really good, that's the one thing you're going to be doing. So if the only thing you can do is pass rush, we're putting him in the game, and you're just going to pass rush. And so, like, with Justin Flo, I'm not saying he's only good at one thing, but if you know that he's good at going and getting the quarterback or the running back, that's clearly what you're going to have him do. And that's what we've seen so far. So those two guys are splitting. I haven't really seen another linebacker stand out besides those three, but that's more of me observing uh, you know, I've heard Leviticus Sua has looked pretty good and all that, but I, it, it's just a matter of you're trying to gather different things and, and we're going to watch them closely when they're in pads and all that. Also, it's 110 degrees, so I'm just trying not to pass out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, those, those are the three guys right now that um, are going to stand out. And again, like, it would not surprise me if you basically saw like a 50-50 split between Humuli and Flo for the, uh, for the season opener. And it's not a bad thing. It's right. not, they're both good. It's like good options. It's just a matter of Arizona actually has options now, which is pretty crazy to, to think at any defensive position. All right. Um, what about the competition in the secondary? So it feels like there's one very clear starter, and that's Ephesians Prysock. Ugh, great name. I asked John Richardson, I said, is, is it safe to say Prysock is starting? And he smiled at me. He goes, no, it's not safe to say. We're open competition. But yeah, I was like, all right, whatever, coach. Prysock's going to start. Uh, he had some battles with T-Mac today that were awesome. He's a very good corner. You know, may not come right away, but he, he has a very bright future. After that, at the other corner spot, uh, you know, Charles Yates and Takario Davis has competing a little bit. Yates has had a really tough two days that we've seen him. Uh, the first day we saw him, the other day I wrote about it. It was not a good day for him. Then he landed wrong and kind of got dinged up. Not bad, but he was screaming at himself. Um, basically was like his body was betraying him a little bit. It was one of those days where the heat was getting to him, and he was very frustrated. He wasn't yelling at anyone. He was yelling at himself. Um, Sunday, he struggled a little bit at first, but then he had an interception at the end of practice and actually played really well the last 10, 15 plays we saw him. Takario Davis has been the most consistent. You look at him, and if he was getting off the bus, you'd say to yourself, that's a safety. I mean, he just looks like a safety because of his body size, um, body type. But he's, uh, he's done really well. If the first game was next week and the depth chart was coming out today, I, I'd say that Takario and Ephesians would be the starting cornerbacks. Um, you know, it's just a situation where I, I think that right now you, you trust Takario uh, the most, and, and he's played the most. The one guy I would say 
to watch. There's two guys, actually, I would say to watch out for. I don't think they're going to start necessarily, uh, but I think that we're not talking about them enough. The first one is G7. I'm not going to say his full name. I'll just say Celestine. Uh, you know, G7 is a guy where he's he's put on a nice amount of weight, and um, he's he's fast, like super fast. And he, I don't know if something clicked in the last year or even since the spring. You know, we saw him in the spring game. He made a couple plays, but he has had a very nice fall camp, and he's a guy that went from not being mentioned at all to kind of being back in the mix. And the other one is Dylan White, the the transfer from Cal Poly, who started his career at Illinois. Very physical guy, vocal, um, but his physicality is a major plus, and he's a guy that I, I think is going to get some playing time. Safety, it's moved around. You know, we've seen DJ Warnell get snaps. We've seen Dalton Johnson. Today it was Gunner and Isaiah. I think that's going to be kind of tough with, with Stukes at the nickel. I, I think it's very likely to be Gunner and Isaiah. By the end of the year, I'm really curious to see, even by midseason, how many snaps Genesis Smith is. Uh, his body type, his athleticism size, you know, he's a little skinny right now. Um, once he puts on some weight and he has a frame to do it, I think things will be easier. But uh, he's another guy that I think is a star in the making. But, you know, Gunnar Maldonado, credit to him, has had a very nice start to camp. Uh, he is a traditional safety. And the coaching, I'm not, I don't want to put anyone down, but the coaching that these guys are getting from Richardson and then Dwayne Aquina. Dwayne Aquina is a very good coach. Just the stuff that he, he takes the safeties to the side and says, and you would never know his age. Like, his energy is crazy. He's running from drill to drill. He's talking to people on the sidelines at the end of practice, uh, sweating through his sweatshirt. Just awesome to watch. And, and so he's a guy that has uh, has very clearly uh, helped out that position unit. It was a great addition by Jetfish. There's a reason why Dwayne Aquina is going to be on the field this season and they move things around because he's he's going to have a spot in this coaching staff on the field as long as he wants. Necessary. Yeah. Gonna happen. All right. Last question. Offensively, who has impressed you the most? Glad you asked, Shelby. I am happy. So to ask. I had heard that this kid was good. What kid? I'm gonna get to that in four seconds. I had heard that this player was good, and mm-hmm. it took two plays, literally, mm-hmm. one at the start of the other practice, and then one today, mm-hmm. Sunday, where it's like, okay, Montana Lamonius Craig yes! is the real deal. I mean, this kid is good. Yeah, he had one route today where he ran and it wasn't like sharp enough to the sideline. And Fish said something. He was a little confused as to why Fish was saying it. Fish and him proceeded to talk, like not yell, like talk. And he was taking it all in. And this is a veteran. Kid's already graduated. He graduated from Colorado. Goes the next play, runs the route perfectly, right? And Jed made sure to tell him. He's had a catch where he basically mossed uh, a DB, which is just jump over him and grab the ball. I'm going to go get this. You can't. There's nothing you can do about it right on top of your head. And then he had another one uh, the other day where he got behind two defenders and then caught it in between them. He is really, really good. I mean, it is very obvious with watching him why the Arizona coaching staff, despite having talent at wide receiver, decided they should go out and get him. Uh, He's going to start, and he's going to have a very good season this season. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. And we asked if we should call him Montana or MLC or whatever, and he said Montana. Oh, I really like to say Lemonious. I just call him. It's so harmonious. Well, I'll ask him if you can. He's a All nice right, guy. Montana's a cool name, too. He's a nice guy. He'll probably I really like cool names, okay, as we know. Down. All right, well, uh, just a kind of short and sweet podcast. Also, it, I would be remiss 
um, to end it, we'll end it this way. I just want to thank everyone. Uh, it's been, Shelby's laughing. I get very overwhelmed with when people compliment me and tell me I'm doing good things. It's very weird for me. Because uh, to me, I'm just kind of doing my job. Because he's got that introverted vibe. And so uh, the last, I mean, since Friday, really, Thursday night, Friday, since the announcement, it's been wild. It's I been mean, a deluge. It's been, it's been. It was your birthday. Yeah. It's and then been you had that Friday happen, and it's been crazy. Uh, it's been a lot. And I know people have said, you know, great job and all that. And I haven't taken the time. I'm going to write a post on the message board. Kind of was just letting things settle down. But I really. Uh, truly appreciate all your support. We are at a, a high for subscriptions. 24 hours left. We're still running a deal. 75% off. We extended it um, because Big 12 fans have been crazy. And the boss has basically said, hey, if you don't mind, we'd like to keep this deal. Your numbers are great. And uh, it's overwhelming because I actually, I, I legitimately, you can ask, I mean, Shelby tells this, I don't look at my numbers that much. To me, if I work hard enough, eventually people will sign up, you know. And so the last... 72 hours the the numbers the compliments the the everything uh has been really really cool and so i i really do appreciate it and and want to thank everyone for everything oh babe you do realize you deserve it yes and i also want to thank my wife who <gasps> who uh happened to cause realignment when she forced me to leave the house for my i dinner. did so anytime <laughs> and as the big 12 fans will learn if you become uh, yes. fans of our podcast Whenever we go somewhere, like we go on vacation, we go to the grocery store, we go get coffee. Literally, there's like commitment. There's massive stories breaking. Jason broke a commitment when we went to Italy four years ago in the Vatican. So as long as I keep making him go interact with the world, these breaking stories seem to keep happening. Yes, but Big 12 fans are awesome. And we'll get to this in a Yeah, we'll, we'll talk we'll, about it more. But I, again, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew how, uh, how thankful Shelby and I were for all of this. Yes. And also, bear down. Bear for down. For the ones who don't know what that means, you're going to find out. Nothing to do with the bear, guys. I'm dropping our high school daughter off to high school. That In sounds weird. Her first year of high school. First day as a freshman tomorrow. Shelby's dropping off our other daughter to her new school in fifth grade. Fifth grade. And then I'm working from nine to three, literally straight. God knows what this podcast tomorrow is going to sound like. It's going to be awesome.